I don't know if this is going to make you feel any better or worse. So I took the picture that we've been talking about for a good chunk of the day today. Uh, Alex, security guard here in the building that we worked at, stopped me this morning and said, hey, have you ever met Jerry Jones? And I stopped and I thought for a second and I said, yeah, once, like 20 years ago. And he picks out his phone and goes, is this, is this you? I was there. And it was a picture of me and Jerry Jones mm-hmm. at a party at the Houston Super Bowl a million years ago. I'd never seen the picture before in my life. Showed everybody here in the building, like, hey, look at this. It's me, A, me 20 years ago. Yep. And you were completely disinterested. Emily, Taylor, Greg, and everybody else was They lost up, it. Yep, but they the, lost you, it. You were like, yeah, cool. Hey, uh, Parker, what's up with your Laker hat? Like, you immediately moved yeah. on. This I don't know if this makes you feel better or worse. Okay. I sent the picture to my my kids, just with no no context. Just sent the picture. They went like like what? Like Jerry, like they were just looking. They didn't even see me in the background. They never even noticed that their father was in the picture with this very famous man. They just went like what? And I, I had to write back. I'm like, look at the picture more carefully. And they're like, whoa! Did they get excited what, about what, that once you gave once them? Once they realized I was in it, they had multiple follow-up questions. Yeah, I don't know how that makes you I, feel. I feel fine. I feel fine. That's the best part. I feel you, fine. You, you, will not give, you had not given it a second thought until I just brought it up again right there. Nor will you give it a thought like driving no, because, home today, no, tonight, this is why. tomorrow. Because now you're, you're asking for it. Now you're like, I want you to care more. Mm-mm. You SOB care more. Wrong. I love how little you. The, this is where I get the bits that I couldn't get out of the room fast enough when you didn't follow up because I was afraid that at some point, like the normal human interaction of, yeah, that is a weird picture. Where did that come from? Might start to bubble up. I had to run out. I had I had one. It wasn't a question. It was more of like a comment. Like you know what that reminds me of when we had Mexican food in the back and you're lurking behind from me in that photo. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, exactly. Like, no context of, Trav, you were with Jerry Jones, 20, like... Having Johnny what, Walker Blue. What, what happened? Why were you there? What Did you get to know him? Is he a good guy? What, what, why, why were you there? No. What's up with that hat, Parker? <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty awesome moment. I love it. I hope that we get... I'd like one of those every week, quite frankly, I think. And by the way, we kind of get one. If, if we're being honest with each other, we kind of get one of those moments where you're just like, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I got it. That wasn't my best moment, not my not my finest moment. All right, um, Kyrie is what, what's the word, Al? What, what is Kyrie Irving? He's confusing. He is frustrating. He is not a great teammate. He is not a, a particularly warm and fuzzy individual. This is not what he is. Um, I don't even want to relitigate his entire resume of weird things that he's yeah. done but he was promoting um a movie that um has a number of falsehoods in it um is anti-semitic and given an opportunity to kind of say hey man i i made a huge mistake yep he didn't take that opportunity he he obfuscated he qualified he did all the things and then the league adam silver went yeah that was a huge miss he shouldn't have done that the nets turned around um suspended him for five games the 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 entire sports world's talking about how he just basically refused to admit that he'd made a giant error and then shortly after that he kind of at least went a little bit further than he had originally Mm -hmm. he's going to be gone from brooklyn starting today to the end of the season. He, the, his future with that team feels like it's come to a conclusion. Still a pretty good basketball player. He has a history of success with LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that trade going back to last season, that this seems like a place that he would be interested in, that the Lakers certainly have a need for more playmakers, mm-hmm. more dynamic players. 
has he crossed the threshold of being so toxic and mm-hmm. so deeply unlikable that you don't want it to happen anywhere? Laker fans don't want it because we were talking about with Ireland and, and Mason the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, you would want him to Russ? No, I'd rather have Russ. I don't. I do not want that guy on a team that I root for because whatever is going to happen next, yeah. and it'll be something. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen on my team, okay. and I really don't want something like just happen to happen to my team. So, let me be first to say in the summer. When remember those conversations, KD sure. wanted out, and then there was conversation that Lakers maybe could potentially grab Kyrie from the Brooklyn Nets for some draft compensation for Russell Westbrook, and um, and but it all was predicated on KD has to get traded first before that happens. Right. I had my hand up saying bring Kyrie over, I, you know, just full stop here. I was ready to take my chances with Kyrie Irving on the Lakers than Russell Westbrook. I think Kyrie has become such an incredible distraction. And what you're seeing happen in Brooklyn right now, um, I don't know what his level of interest is in basketball. I don't. And I think you could say that with a couple of these players. I think Ben Simmons, what is your level of interest of playing basketball? Um, The Lakers have already had so much attention towards this team over the last couple years that unfortunately has been negative. It has not been, hey, the Lakers are in the front of the news again because they've won seven games in a row. They're playing good basketball. They seem connected. It has not been that. There's just been so many distractions, so many different storylines. I think Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, he's an incredibly talented basketball player. But I have trouble using the same word, winner, when I say basketball, when I when I describe Kyrie, he had arguably one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history. Mm-hmm. He won an NBA championship with mm-hmm. with LeBron James. I think he would be such a headache that I don't think this organization needs. I don't think this organization wants. I think this organization has already dealt with some ups and downs over the last year or so. That do you want more of that? I just want to see good basketball, and I want it to be about basketball. So to answer your question here, he ends up leaving the Brooklyn Nets. Let's say he plays out the rest of his year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent, and the Lakers can go sign him. I don't want to see... I don't want to see Kyrie around the Lakers. No, I just don't. No, it, it's it, he's gone past for many reasons. For for, for yeah. all all of the reasons. It, look, let's say he was still at his very best as a player, mm-hmm. which he's still good, but he's not the guy he was in Cleveland a few he's years. Not ago. a winner. He, he's he's not, not a. There, it's not like you have this history with him saying. Remember when he went to Boston and they did this. Remember when he went to Brooklyn and they did that? No, it's the opposite. Pre-LeBron and Cleveland, they were terrible. Mm-hmm. They were better in Boston after he left, and this Nets thing has been a debacle. Debacle, yep. it, it's been It's been absolutely terrible. Add in the fact that he is about as toxic a sports personality as we have across the board right now, right? We, we go through it. There's in the, We're talking about Antonio Brown for a long time. You're talking about this guy or that guy. That Just people that are constantly in the news for all the wrong reasons. He's at the top of the pyramid yep. right now. He is absolutely that guy. For what? It's just it's just not worth it on any level. And and I I am willing to say that the very last thing that the Lakers need is more nonsense. Is more why are we talking? We spend so much time talking about should they send Russ home? Should they trade? Like at least that's some basketball stuff. Yeah, and at least Russ is there every day. And at least Russ is hey maybe the Lakers found something with Russ here with comes, coming off the bench comes to work. Mm-hmm. He never he, he never was like no, no I, I I can't play today or whatever. I mean it's just it, no. I, I I really want to hear from somebody that wants him. You know if you don't that want wants him, Kyrie, I, yeah, that wants mm-hmm. Kyrie to come to the Lakers at some point. I I get why nobody would 
not want him to come. But the idea of, yeah, let's bring him in, no interest in that. Let's try Rich in Simi Valley. Rich, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Rich? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for your call. I, I, uh, uh, I absolutely echo everything you just said about Kyrie. And uh, another thing, too, is he's been, he's been injury-prone as well. So at everything that you said and injury-prone, I, I would never under any circumstances want him with the Lakers. I, I wouldn't root for him. It would be so hard to watch a game. Um, also, too, if it's okay, I'd like to mention about you were talking about the Dodgers and they need kind of like a Pat Beverly type of guy. Sure. And yeah, I don't know if you remember, I called the day after they lost, the Monday after they, they, they lost, and I said they need they, – we have a team full of nice guys. We need some aggression. We need some mm. guys that are kind of jerks or something like that. And later in the day, um, during Super Crosstalk, Mace said basically what I was trying to say, said it better. Where was the chippiness? Where was the competitiveness? And I think that that was what I was trying to communicate. Um what if they write? Exactly. What if they write on a sheet of paper competitiveness? Because you know they have everything already written out. Maybe Be competitive that, starting October first. Maybe that will help them. Super fun season. <laughs> it look. It, thanks for the call, Rich. Um, baseball is not football, right? Okay. You you cannot get hyped in the locker room and come out of the locker room and run onto the field and smash someone in the mouth. It doesn't work like that, right? It's not basketball where. I need LeBron James to come out and be aggressive, and that means he's going to take ten shots in the first quarter. Yeah, right. It, AD, get to the free throw. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah. It's I can't hit until it's my turn to hit. Mm -hmm. I can't. And Mookie's in right field. If the ball's hit to third base, I can't run over there and say I'm going to do it today. You get to. It's a different approach to the sport, <laughs> right? You have the game comes to you. You can't. Why force is Mookie the game. behind Trey Turner? Right. He's just running around like crazy. But there is this. Thing like you're talking about, they're like a meal that just it's good, but it's not exactly what I want it to be. This is a long time ago, but I'll use it as an example because I watch the Dodger channel a lot. Kirk Gibson showing up to that team in 1988, and Jesse Orozco, I blacked his hat, right? And it was in spring training. Everybody's goofing around having spring training, and Kirk Gibson is perpetually grumpy, so I'm gonna make use I'm put the eye black in his hat and we'll all have a good laugh. Gibson nearly killed Orozco. Like, had Orozco not l literally gone and hidden, Gibson would have torn him limb for limb. Like, he's not doing that. We're not do I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to have a good time with you guys. I'm here to win baseball games. Then he's going out there, he's sliding and knocking guys. Dude, full Kirk Gibson. I don't know if there is one of those out is there. Is that a player, or is that just how the Dodgers are? Like, think about the way the Dodgers put together their roster. Think about how the Dodgers are from top, right? From the top... Um, from the from the front office perspective, all the way down, are are they that? You know, we were talking about earlier that Darvin Ham has a certain personality, presence, and and but his who he is, you're going to kind of see some of that on on the basketball floor. Are the Dodgers what you're describing right here? I really do feel like when I think of the Dodgers, I think of a a suit, I think a tie, I think. I'm I'm you know I'm shaving every single morning like I think of them as a Fortune 500 put, company. It, they're country club. There's it's a little bit of country club yeah. element. It's, there's not a lot of you know pickup feeling to it. It's it's far more reserved and professional yes. and just yes. Let's be the temperate. Like there's no wildness to it. There there's no more. This if, if a player comes in and wants to do. be more like you're looking for. 
or do they just fall in line with how the Dodgers are run and just kind of become that player of what the Dodgers represent? Well, it's, it's like, will they let him? I mean, and 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 Bauer's a bad example because that's a different different thing altogether. Yeah. Puig never really kind of, and they yeah. got rid of him. Yeah, and, and because they were like, dude, you can't be late. Like all of these things, but Puig was kind of unpredictable. wasn't good enough to kind of make a difference. Unfortunately, you could say like a Machado or something like that, yeah, right? That, that's a little more, a little more what it is. A guy will start a fight. A guy will say something mm-hmm. that's provocative. They they need something like that. I don't know exactly who it is, but. Call Kirk Gibson. Ask him who he'd recommend. Who's you in the year 2022? Because they need a dude like that. 877-710-ESPN. That is the phone number. Um, Darvin Ham, you mentioned it a second ago. He's already put his fingerprints all over this team, and I love it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Is the game on Sunday, uh, your Laker game, a home game? Home game. Lakers, uh, Cavs. Okay. Good game, by the way. Cleveland's Cleveland's a pretty decent team. They were, they were okay last season, uh, You know, made the playoffs. Now they go get Donovan Mitchell, so that's a good team. I'll get to see you in your suit on Sunday because I'll be in here nice and cash. The, the Rams are oh, yeah, on the road. The road game. You got the road game. Kick so me we'll out of the main the studio. Stu- we'll be here in the studio. I'll have my shorts, my hoodie, probably flip-flops because it's a Sunday. Just gonna, you'll be suited up. No, I'm going to. No, I'll have my suit on, and then when I come here for post game, I'm gonna go to the restroom. I'm gonna put shorts on <laughs> and a t shirt and flip flops, and just Tank say, top. I've been hanging out too. I don't know about you. <laughs> I have a Bynum jersey on. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. You could, we get, I should get a Rams jersey. Who, who should I get? I think it's got to be Aaron Donald, right? No, I got to get Cup. Eh. You can get Donald. I feel no, like you, Donald's you're a not. You're choice. not going wrong going Donald. I, Donald's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I feel like. 20 years from now, that would still feel appropriate. Cup, uh, Matthew Stafford. Cup, eh. cup primarily Lion. because get an Acres. <laughs> get an Acres jersey. Okay, there. by the way, it, this is, no, is like, no guarantees play this weekend. Th- th- do you see that? Yeah, like this This whole thing is so fluid. Like Sean McVay is like. Soap opera. Yeah, we'll see. I, okay, can I, I'm, let me be crystal clear. Uh, Taylor, get that cut from Cam Akers again, ready, please. I'm 1,000% speculating here. I would be willing to at least place a small wager that Sean McVay heard this and like, oh, hell no. I never asked to not be a part of the team. I never asked to not play. I never asked to not practice. So so that was Sean's decision. I don't know whose it was. It wasn't mine. Okay. If I'm yeah, the, but that, now we're going back. It's two egos just going. You're, you're not wrong. Both of you. Just going to win. No, 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 no. Not both of you. He's the head coach. I get he's the head he's coach. He's the head coach. I understand He that. does not need to fall in line. 
That guy needs to fall. Think about Cam Akers for the last couple of weeks. Uh What was it? Yeah, you're basically not playing for this team ever again. Hey, we didn't get a chance to trade you at the trade deadline. We didn't see there was enough value out there. We're not going to cut you, and we really need you. Can you just come back in? And by the way, the answer should be yes, because what is your other option? I'd be happy to come back in and play. Hey, what happened? You know what? I'm just happy to be back here. I don't know, man. Hey, was it Sean's decision? Well, I don't know whose decision. It wasn't mine. Like, dude, what the reason yeah, you the, the reason the you got sent not, home in the yeah. first place was because this thing Guys, blew who cares? up. I'm back. I'm playing this weekend. I'm ready to play. I just want to play football. Hey, here's what he doesn't get. This is this is what he doesn't get. It puts Sean McVay in an impossible situation. You can't put me on blast like that. And because if I don't do something, I lose everyone else in this room. Now I'm a guy that you can go at. I have to be the guy that's in charge. Mm-hmm. And if I got to make an example of a guy that is really not helping me win very much, I'm going to do it. If Aaron Donald does it, I got a different problem. Sure. If Jalen Ramsey does it, I got no, a different can't, problem. Then it's then it's a we different got situation. we got to work together. I, I'm losing with you. I can, I'm going to try to win without you. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Right? You can. You, this is such a bad way to because they. Need him. Of course they need they, him. They need somebody that There's can There's nobody do else something. in the backfield. And it's not that he's gone out and proved, hey, if you put me in the backfield, I'm averaging four yards per carry and I'm going to get you 80 yards on the ground and another 60 yards in the air. That hasn't happened either. But what are your other options? Dude, know your role. Know who you're picking a fight with. And you better be. Aaron Donald can pick a fight with whoever he wants, right? Cooper Cup could pick a fight with anybody and he's probably going to still play. Cam Akers? Know what you're doing, buddy. Let's go to Redondo Beach and Ryan. Ryan, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Ryan, big fan. Thanks. All right, so I'm going to do my best with this uh, Kyrie Irving argument. Um, I think what my point would be, first of all, I'm I'm a Laker. Lakers are my religion. Um, what I would say is he makes them better. Like he makes them a better basketball team. They need more firepower. And at this point in time, it feels like you would be buying low and there's like a glimmer of hope with Russ. So you could almost sell high. And, you know, LeBron James will, you know, run the show and he can, I don't want to say handle Kyrie, but Kyrie will be Kyrie. But, you know, Russ will be Russ too. So, I don't know if it's apples to apples, but I think at the end of the day, you know, Kyrie is also about basketball when it's basketball time. Ryan, appreciate you calling in. By the way, he's not the only one, so I'll read off a couple of tweets here. Adrian on Twitter, bring me Kyrie. Let's get back to championship contention, especially if you can get him below the max. Um, Lakers show, baby. Yeah, give me Kyrie to the Lakers. Not just find what he did, but from a basketball standpoint, I'll take him. Also, there's people doing worse things in the league. Okay, let, let me... Let me kind of answer. Let me just do the basketball part. Let me just stay with the basketball part for a quick quick second here. I actually don't think he makes you better. I don't. I think he brings enough drama everywhere that he's gone. And the last thing that the Lakers need at this point, we're not even talking about this year. We're talking about in general if Kyrie's contract ends and then next season that you could sign him and you could sign him maybe at a discount, which probably would be the case. Um, tell me what he's done in the past couple of years to make you think this is a team guy, this is a guy that understands how to play with stars, this is a guy that will uh, play unselfish basketball. Tell me what he's shown you from that perspective that he's not a distraction. Tell me, because 
I don't really see it. Now, I, I, I'm i going to go back to this. Over the summer when the Lakers were trying to figure out what to do with Russ, and there was a conversation there that if KD gets traded, Russ can come or Kyrie can come to the Lakers, I was willing to take that chance because the Lakers, the situation the Lakers were in. I don't think I'm taking that chance now. Just that simple. He's not the guy that he was when he was with LeBron in Cleveland a few years ago. He, can Bron make him that? N- no, he, he's he's an older person. He's he's a richer person. He's a a a different guy. We're all different. Five years after the fact, we've been here wherever it might be. His and I, I don't like this word because I think it minimizes the toxicity that he brings with him. But his antics, right? And it's more than antics. His antics are not worth the trouble. He doesn't play a lot, first of all. He finds one reason or another not to play. His commentary is constantly a, a source of, of conversation, and it's never about basketball. It's always about something else. And he's a good player, but he's gotten to that point. And, and this is not just Slee or Trav or anybody else. People that cover this league, that talk to general managers, that talk to head coaches, talk to scouts, the tone on him has changed dramatically over the last year. It used to be like, look, he's kind of a weird guy. He's kind of on his own program. He's over there, but I'm telling you, he's just he's so good, there's always going to be a place for him. In the last few months, that's changed. You listen around the people, not just you and me. People around the league is like, listen, man, this guy, I, I don't think so anymore. Like, I, I, I can't bring him into my building. I can't put him on my team. That he's He's gone to that point where it's like Antonio Brown. Everybody keeps giving him a chance until they're like, we're, we're just done here. Mm-hmm. And he's approaching – running off the court with his shirt off, you know, in the Antonio Brown goodbye. He's getting close to that. Antonio Brown can still play football, but eventually you get to the point it's like, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. And when he does it to Tom, it's it's just not worth it. And I think he's at that point. When people say, hey, you know what? Whatever he's done, he's done. I'm just trying to win. Lakers just trying to I get that. By the way, there's a lot of people from a sports perspective, they say to themselves, is it help my squad win? And that's all they're paying attention to. I think he's such a distraction. I think he would hurt the Lakers. So simple as that. He would hurt any team. And the Lakers might have less tolerance for distraction than anybody. What has to happen between now and by the time the season ends for a team to line up next summer and give Kyrie some give Kyrie a two year, three year contract? I don't think it's out there. I can you imagine? Can you imagine giving Kyrie Irving a long term deal? Not you, long term. That's a, why I said it's like a fire, two years. Or anything more like than that. a year is a fireable offense. He doesn't play. <laughs> Trust me, there are plenty of there are plenty of jeebs out there that have just given like they're going to suspend Draymond. No, I'm telling you, there comes a point where mm-hmm. it's no, there isn't. At some point, it's like I can't. I would lose my job if I give that guy multi years of money. He doesn't play. Mm-hmm. He's a day away from saying something insane. Every single day, he says things. He they hire Steve Nash. Well, we don't really have a head coach. The day they hired the guy, mm-hmm. it's it's an he's he's a lunatic. You, you don't give a lunatic a multiple year deal unless he's really young, and then you say, "Hey, we can fix him." It's proven well, nobody can fix this guy. The summer in the summer, the conversation was different. Last summer, this past summer, yeah, this past summer, summer of 2020, 2022. No. 2022, yes. our conversation was different yeah, about Kyrie. because he hadn't done all of this. Yeah, he hadn't no, gotten the, I mean, the, the, this, is the, this is the rip your shirt off and run off the field in the middle of the game moment. Mm-hmm. It's somebody's. He's going to play. I don't think he's out of the league yet, but we're down to, you know what, come on in here and the Raiders, ah, no, get him out. Mm-hmm. Ah, Tampa Bay, ah, nah, this doesn't work. Get him out. We're at that point where we're going to be doing this really, really quick. All right, back to Darvin Ham. 
Love, love, love what he's done to this team through the first seven games. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So the Jazz tonight for you, Slee. 7.30 tip? 7.30 tip. Okay, 7.30, so game ends 10? Yeah. Okay. 10, 10, 15-ish. You go to overtime 11, like you did 15, last 15, 11, 30, you're done yeah. with post? Yeah. We're done. Okay, you're home midnight? Yeah, call midnight. Okay, take me through midnight to when you go to bed. What, what, what does that look like? Because I used to do the Lakers too. I know what yeah. it looked like for me. I'm curious what it looks like for you. Um, get home, change, get comfortable. Sure. Um, go grab a glass of water. Let's just get uh, sure. some water in there. Hydration. And then uh, let's open the refrigerator like you haven't eaten dinner in the Lakers media room around 6.30. Let's just well, pretend that didn't happen. But six hours ago, you could be hungry again. Let's see, 6.30. No, it's actually closer to 7. Okay, 7. 7 is when I'm eating dinner. Um, and then it's kind of a free-for-all. What's in there? I don't know. Does Lady Slee have some leftovers that she didn't eat? Am I going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Um, I'm definitely 100% turning on the TV. I need about an hour oh, for of sure. just nothing. Got to wind down. 100%. Are we doing a cocktail? Are we going to eat something like an edible? Are we going to no. you know, go out in the backyard and relax a little bit? Like, what are we doing? It's too late, I think, for all that. Friday, a glass of wine or two? I won't do that. But Saturday, Saturday, it's like, okay, now I can have some drinks. Now, I don't work all day tomorrow. Um, you got some actually, it's kind of some good sports on tomorrow. You know whether you're stay focused on your drinking tonight. Well, no, no, because there's not gonna there's not any drinking tonight. So tomorrow there will be. I mean, I'm not gonna drink at midnight. That's kind of I feel like but that's see, a waste of liquor. Well, but like you just said though, you want to kind of just disengage, right? You just kind of mm-hmm. want to turn off your brain for. Yeah, a few I do minutes. that with food and alcohol. And there's never a bad time to have alcohol. Hammered. <laughs> I'd rather drink Saturday where I can actually enjoy the drinks and it's yes. That would be that's better than midnight on Friday. You see, you you're an either or guy. You're very disciplined. Why not both? A little bit of both. A little bit of both is always a good way to go. Just just uh, trying to help. You kind of take all Saturday and just just kind of trying to pull you over to the dark side over here. Just <laughs> you come home at midnight and start hammering them down. Jason in Downey. Jason, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Jason? Hey guys. So you guys are. I wanted to comment on the Dodgers and they need that grit guy. You guys are 100 percent correct. You know, we love JT, we love Kershaw, we love Mookie. My wife loves Mookie. She yells, says, tell me when he's up to bat because she loves his smile. But we need that grit player, and I have the perfect comp, better than Gibson. This guy was Pat Bev before Pat Bev. This guy, I don't even think he's ever showed any emotion. I've never seen him smile. 
He was actually a former Dodger. He sacrificed his skull just to break up a double play. We need Chase Utley in the house, guys. That is the ultimate grit player that when he came to the Dodgers, I was really sad they didn't win a ring for him, but they need to get him in the clubhouse just to show him, hey, guys, I mean business. That's, that, that's my take on that. I, Have a great day, gentlemen. It, you got it, Jason. Chase Utley is the guy that you described. He is. And, and he's local, went to UCLA. He, he's, he was on the Dodgers, like you mentioned. And he was kind of the old man in the room that had been through it a lot. He won a World Series in Philadelphia. Chase Utley's a great player. Great, great player. Can't, it, it can't be a coach, though. It can't just be a guy that comes. needs to be one of your teammates. needs to be one of those 25 guys that's on the team. He can be in there and be kind of the – you know, for I mean this affectionately, kind of the grumpy old man in the room that kind of makes everybody stand up a little straighter and make sure that their blank is in order. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to have a teammate. When, when it's a teammate, it's always different. If LeBron James says something to Anthony Davis, it means something different than if it comes from an assistant coach. It just does. It's coming from a teammate. I think your coach can have that impact based on who your coach is, but to an extent, right? Like to an extent. I think your coach can... If you're you want to you're saying that you love the way Darvin Ham has mm-hmm. come off over the first seven games, Darvin Ham can have that. If Darvin Ham is a grit type of coach, he's a uh, blue collar guy, kind of rolls up his sleeves. I think your team can they can be they can take on the personality of your coach to an extent. So I think that's what you're referring to is even if your manager was the type of manager that had the grit, had this all that stuff. But your players, having a couple players that are also like that could take it to another level. Yeah, the the, the coach, b- baseball is so weird. Like, you, you're with these guys all day, all the time. You're in the clubhouse. You're on the planes. You're in the hotels. You're in the dugout. All of these things. And then you go out there, and it's you against, you know, you. there isn't a special lineup. It's just, I got to go in there and get a hit. I got to have the red ass no it is different it's It's completely different it's so individual there's no hey you know what i'm not really feeling it right now trey will you go bat for me instead like i can pass the ball to you sleep i'm not making shots i can pass you the ball you're hot you make the shots doesn't work like that and and the, the emotional transfer there needs to be like this crackle in the air this this almost level of discomfort that makes everybody go, I don't want to set that guy off. Let's just be like, I don't want him to call me out today because I'm taking it easy. That Kirk Gibson thing, that Chase Utley thing, but it comes from a player. The manager can't always be the guy that's the live wire because guys will tune him out. What happens this weekend? Astros, Phillies. Oh, I already know. Once Chaz McCormick made that catch, that was a wrap. What, what, honestly, I did that. Thing. Michael and I were watching the game last night. Um, he runs. Where things just start all going. You just They, they, they got the hit they needed. Real yep. Muto smokes yep. one in the right With center. one out. Bryce Harper coming up next. Off their best pitcher. That mm-hmm. Presley guy's been unhittable. Yeah, yes. Right? By the way, that's a five-out save yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so he smokes. You're like, okay, that's off the wall. Now Harper, they're in good sh- Guy makes an Stupid, ridiculous catch. catch. By the way, that hits the wall. Who know, it's one of those perfect ones where anywhere. you know you see it. It could be uh, inside the park. Is a th- it's a it's a triple. It's an easy double, a maybe triple. But I, I say that because you see those moments where it bounces off and it can ricochet anywhere. He, by the way, I think he already had an inside the park home run at some point. It it was the end of the World Series. I I truly believe. I I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. I, I would love for the Phillies to come back and win the next two. That they had their shot. They had two two innings in a row. Schwarber, rocket. Mancini mm-hmm. makes a great play. Mm-hmm. Real Muto, rocket. Yeah, you had to take two or three in Philly too. 
You had to. The gods are and really you won the first one. testing my All faith. All you had to do was. They're really testing my faith. They shouldn't be. You should already be gone with your faith. I'm a true believer. I'm a true believer. You can't can't just let it go. Mm-hmm. It's 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 in me, Slee. It's in my DNA. I could see you showing up to the baseball god church. I don't know where that is, and saying Cooperstown, <laughs> and saying on, you know, if they win, let's say Houston wraps it up tomorrow. I could see you saying, "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." <laughs> no. That you're not blaming it on you're not blaming it on the baseball gods. You're saying you must have done something to have the Astros win, or they could have just been in a bad mood. They could just like watch this. Let's bother him. It could bother all the Dodger fans. That maybe he's making a dark turn. Maybe he's going to the other side. You never know. He's a mysterious. He's a mysterious God. You'll never ever know what he's up to. Let's try one more here. Let's go to uh, Inglewood and Shadow. Shadow, you're on Travis Lee. What's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Love your show. Everything is beautiful out here in L.A. Um, I wanted to chime in about uh, Kyrie. So Kyrie has always been an issue. We've always known that. But what could be worse than the team that we have? True, we have taken a turning point with our new coach, everybody buying in. But I'm going to side on the side of Kyrie just at this moment. He is one of the best players out there. Let's just think about it. Think about the way he is wired. He is wired totally different. If he comes to the Lakers, then you have big brother LeBron shutting him down because his career is on the line already. You look at this point. Look at this point. He will not let uh, – King James will not let anything go down without him co-signing it off. He co-signed – uh, Shadow, I'm going to jump in there because we're in a weird spot on the clock. But look, look, I, I understand what you're saying, and I think if this were five or ten years ago, then maybe you'd, you'd be on to something here. Kyrie Irving is is he's gone, man. He ain't coming back. He, he's not letting anybody tell him what to do. LeBron James or anybody else. The he he had multiple opportunities to try to clean up the mess that he created, and he didn't do it. He's 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 doing what he wants to do, and it's not like LeBron say, "Hey, chill out." Oh, okay, I'll chill out. He's Kyrie Irving, man. Better, worse, a lot worse. He's going to do what he wants. I just, I don't think he's coming back. I don't buy it either. Uh, Stat hero of the day. By the way, we want to point this out here because Russ will make his fourth start uh, or non start, non start (laughs) off the bench uh, later today. Um, It is Russell Westbrook. So in the three games as a starter, three games as a reserve, Trav, it's kind of crazy. You compare those two numbers, he is flourishing coming off the bench compared to when he was starting. Uh, 16 points a game. Seven rebounds, almost seven assists, was only 10, 6, and 4 when he was a starter. Stat Hero of the Day, brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app. Filter by single game. Pay attention to the local market lineups at stathero.com. Don't forget to enter that promo code 710. You'll get that 100% deposit match. Stat Hero winning isn't a fantasy. You know how that works. Put in 50 bucks. They're giving you 50 Dollar for bucks. dollar. Put so in dollar this, for dollar, but you got to put in the promo code 710. 710 is your promo code. Get your free money. One of the things that's not in your, your stats for the stat hero of the yep. day, dude looks like he's enjoying himself again, too. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's got a little life. It looks like he's got a little enthusiasm. He's always played hard, but he looked defeated. He, does, he doesn't look like that anymore. He looks like he's got a and little life. And he looks life. like he f- he's found a way to help a team. Yeah. Right? Like, he's got hey, a role. hey, I'm contributing. I'm contributing. It's it's very, very nice to see. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. How are you going to observe what I'm assuming is a very important day in your household? It is Ralph Macchio's 61st yeah. birthday. It's big. It's a big day. <laughs> He's 61? He looks great. He looks really good. Oh, he looks fantastic. He looked 16 when he was 30. That's why he was the Karate Kid. He had the he had, he had a, a why adult who could play a kid. Did you know his age? Yes, I okay. didn't know exactly, but I knew he's much older than he That's was. That's throwing me off. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, sixty-one years old. How do we do it? Of course. I mean, obviously, we drive out to his dealership. We <laughs> lease a. Audi. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think they're Audis. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Nice what cars. The, I forgot what the dealer was. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, and then we watch a full series of Karate Kid. When he was playing the Karate Kid, yep. he was in his mid twenties and playing a high school student. That kid, he looked like he was sixteen. He did. You know, he's got that look. He's yeah. got that very youthful look. Good for look. him. Sixty-one. This, this is when you know when you're twenty-five and you look like you're fifteen. That's probably a bummer. But when you're sixty-one and you look thirty-five, that's pretty you cool. Win. That's when you <laughs> yeah, win. It's full that, circle. That's that's a pretty good deal. Life today. comes full circle. Sunday is National Nacho Day. So before you come in to watch the Cavs, yep. you should go, uh, or maybe because you know, it's an afternoon game. Yeah, just knock it out at Crypto over there. Crypto has. Poke nachos, too, from uh, Yard House is pretty good. What, so, what nachos? Poke nachos. Oh, yeah, those are good. So Crypto has, in the media room, and I'm sure you've you've spent a lot of time here, they got the hot dogs that are sitting there. Mm -hmm. Then you go a little further down, mm -hmm. and you have your chips. Yep. With your nacho cheese and then the chili right next to it. Oh, did yeah. you did you get down in that a lot? Like a lot, a lot. I mean, there's eight, there's forty one home games. I'm, <laughs> I hope you Dude, weren't having are, it. Are you really asking? Because I I don't of go course. to the nacho station often. I, I didn't hit it every game, but I yeah. would hit it every other game. Now there's some jalapenos there as yeah. well and some onions, so there is a little bit of. I a, would take the dog and then mm -hmm. hit it with the chili and the nachos and the jalapenos. This that, was that after was, was this after you ate the other. Because I was always eating whatever the hot oh, no. food is. No, I never had. I would never take that. I would never. I would you never. Would it? No, I, I. Not a single time. I, I would do the PB and J's and the hot dogs and the soft serve ice cream. <laughs> those were the. Those were my three. I'd put the PB and J into yeah. my breast pocket of my sport coat, and I keep it for like later. And then when I got a little peckish, I would. Would you knock just that take out. like a bite and put it back in your pocket? No, no I, I. I don't have that gear. Once it's open, it's gone. Like I. I, I cannot do a, eat the half of it, eat the other half later. So they had. I don't know what your, you know, you have your favorite toppings when you put on ice cream, but when they have the station there, mm -hmm. typically this is what they have. They have like Oreo crumbs. Yeah, that's good. They have some M&Ms. Um, they have, what else do they have Peanuts, here? I think, right? No peanuts. No peanuts? So let me, let me I'm going to get to the peanuts here for a second, okay? <laughs> oh, they have- She um, doesn't like crushed peanuts on okay. her ice cream. So um, I think gummy bears was another one. Yeah, it's random, but they yeah. have, that's what they have. Okay. And it's always the same for the Lakers. And one time the Lakers were playing the Clippers, and it was a Clipper home game. And I went back to the station; it was normal. And I'm like, "Peanuts? I'm like they have peanuts for the Clippers? You got to go to a Clipper game to get peanuts." So then, 
what's today? Friday, Wednesday. I go to the station. It's a Laker home game. Peanuts. I love peanuts. Okay, I I do. And salty, filling, unbelievable. Like I I just love them. I had instead of having ice cream and putting some peanuts on my ice cream, I had peanuts and put some ice cream on my peanuts. <laughs> For every bite of ice no cream I took, 13 peanuts were going down. <laughs> that sounds amazing. They should sell it like that. I thought I would that share be, that with you. That is terrific. That's my favorite story of yours in quite some time. I like that a lot. Um, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he is not only a movie star, but he is also the XFL commissioner. Is that? I did not know that. I knew he was like an investor. I didn't know he was the commissioner of the league. He says that Baker Mayfield would be the perfect fit as the face of the XFL. Um, I bet Baker Mayfield feels differently. <laughs> that Baker Mayfield's probably still trying to become a quality NFL quarterback. He's yep. relatively young. It's not like he's 38 years old. I agree with The Rock. You want to move Baker to the XFL? I mean, you know, there was a quick second there where you're watching Baker Mayfield and Cleveland was playing some good football and you kind of thought to yourself, hey, maybe this isn't maybe this isn't that bad. How quick did that just go away? <laughs> Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Well, when Odell came over to the Rams, you're like, oh, that wasn't a Odell problem. Mm. That was a that was a Baker Mayfield problem. That was a coaching problem because the second he got away from that, he looked like Odell again. Yeah, that that's got to be such that's a, weird a franchise deal. too. That can you really what what kind of stock do you put in that franchise? The same stock you put in with the Clippers, the same stock you put in with the the Chargers that they have because the the Browns they yeah. have a bunch of good players. Mm. Right, the Clippers have a bunch of good players. The Chargers have a bunch of good players. The reason I'm not putting Taylor Sacramento Kings in yeah. there, they don't have a bunch of good players. They got some guys that are okay. Sorry, Taylor, but it's the teams that got all. Miles Garrett is a beast. Mm -hmm. They've got Amari Cooper's a good football player. They, you know, Deshaun Watson stuff aside, he's going to be a pretty good football player. We'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, I, I, it's funny the ex of I had no idea that he was a commissioner. If Emily, you are in the top one percent of. Um, Spotify users for Taylor Swift. I may give you a run for your money. Lindsay Lohan will be releasing her new single, Jingle Bell Rock, from her Falling for Christmas album tonight. Yeah, John and John I are on giving the same a standing go. John wasn't even sitting down. He's like, I have to stand for this. In fact, let's just let's cut it off. I have questions about this one too. Good. Super crosstalk right now. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. 2560 AM 1910 Super Cross Talk. There you go, Mace. Head to toe, LAFC for Mace here. The cap, the scarf, the kit, the the whole thing. You are decked out. Basically, the free box that they sent. Yes, the free box. Well, he put it. You've got the right color tie on, John. Yes, you've got the gold tie. Yes, I'm I'm in black and gold because I had to. I had to marry myself to LAFC and the Laker game at the same time. Nice, ah. nice. Three um, XL uh, jersey. That's Travis. Are you doing some TV nice stuff today? No, it's <laughs> not three XL. No, not till later. Okay, not, not till tonight. Yeah. But um, uh, by the way, shout out! Uh, happy birthday, Mike Trudell. Mike Trudell. Happy birthday, birthday hey, Trudell. Hey, 
happy, happy birthday. birthday. Uh, the little general runs our fantasy <laughs> basketball league. The like little general? Pro. Yeah, the little oh. general. He, 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 boy, he vetoes trades. He vetoes and he I bet he's got an iron fist. Oh, he's yes. serious about yes. it. He's serious about it. Now, Sliwa, your jersey trades. is how big? big? Look at this. this Turn, is take big. your jacket off and show him the back. <laughs> <laughs> Show in the back. What is the size of this? <laughs> but if if you were wearing an actual soccer uniform, they'd make you tuck it in, right? It's oh, like yeah, the sure. NBA. Yeah. But it'd be like a dragster where the parachute pops out the back. If he started running, now, it would fill on, with the... Is that your name on the back of it? It's yeah. his, yeah. It's his, yeah. his I, so, I have, so I have mine, right? Yeah. It's got yeah. my name on it. Yeah, so have, Travis and Travis. Two two. Did you have some affiliation with them at some point? No, but we were doing the morning show with Key and LZ. Oh, okay. yeah. We would go do, you know... Um, season opening right, shows I remember you at guys the bank. doing a uh, remote from there and Will Ferrell showed up right? I, one of the highlights of my career yeah, quite yeah. frankly I mean it was it was amazing so I had a couple of jerseys I knew Al um Kits, excuse me yeah uh Al did not so I wanted to hook him up if one I of might- my one of my lifetime highlights I'm in New Orleans and Will Ferrell is at a Laker game filming a movie called Daddy's Home with Mark oh, yeah, Wahlberg sure. matter of fact Billy Mack and Stu are in that movie they were on the court when they filmed this scene uh, Will Ferrell is like trying to get his kids back, and his his uh, his now ex wife has run off with Mark Wahlberg, and he goes crazy at a Pelicans game, okay. and you know the, where they give you the shot where you gotta you know shoot from half court to make a shot. He shows up drunk and throws it at a cheerleader, <laughs> and you know blah blah. So in downtime, I start. I walked up to him and I go, "Hey, Will, my name is." He goes, "John Ireland." Oh he, wow! He goes. I go. Wow! And he told me he met you. He had met you I like the year before. He goes. I listen before. to you guys all the time. Yeah, yeah. When I met, he goes, well, hey, uh, matter of fact, did he somehow meet your mom? Yeah, I met my mom. So this because he said that goes, to me. He goes. And he goes. I'm, I've, he goes. I, I've already met Mason. I met his mom. Yeah. So when I was <laughs> at, I, when I was the honorary falconer uh, at uh, the LAFC, which was a life highlight, was just I like bet. crazy cool. Um, Will Ferrell was there, and after I, the the Falcon took off and attacked the target, Will said, uh, "Come on." down and i went to the 3252 and it was really really cool yeah uh he knew who i was right away steve mason uh and we get back and we're walking off the field and my mom and not stepdad leo were there and i introduced will ferrell and will ferrell said to my mom i've heard you on the radio my mom was absolutely thrilled That's by so that cool. it was really cool so we were doing the show at the bank a couple years ago and key and lz and i are on the you know at the podium or the desk we're doing the show and we're facing the crowd. And in the back of the room, I see this guy that walks in, and he's tall. And I'm, yeah, he's maybe, I don't know, 30 or 40 yards away. I'm going, that looks a little like Will Ferrell. And he starts getting closer, and I realize it is Will Ferrell. And we kind of make eye contact with each other across the room. Keep in mind, the, the audience can't see him because he came in the back. I'm looking out at the audience. Right, right. So we kind of have that moment, like, and I look at him, I'm like, you know, you want to come over here? And he goes, yeah, sure. So he starts coming over. He comes around the court. Every season, they go crazy. It's Will okay. Ferrell, right? right? So we finish the segment. We go to the break. And I'm like, I get that you're, but why? We didn't know you were coming. He goes, well, I was taking my kids to school, and I was just listening to you guys. I was in the neighborhood. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. You listen to the show? He goes, yeah. I listen he to you guys every morning. all the time. I, yeah. It was yeah. such one of those moments like Will Ferrell listens to the yep. things we say. Just really a, cool. an incredible cool And a cool really nice guy. Very nice guy. Really nice guy. Very nice. Uh, Give him uh, a 710 shirt. I should have given him my Travis LAFC jersey. I finally did get uh, a ticket to the game tomorrow. 
You did. Oh, yeah, wow. I, did. I got a ticket uh, from uh, Sam Pines, uh, so I get to go to the game. I was like, I was doing everything I could shy of paying for. <laughs> everything I could shy of uh, handing my credit card over. And I did manage to get in, so I'll be with all the 710 people tomorrow at the game. I'm really excited about it. So where does your Lindsay Lohan passion spring from? Because I think, John, I think you and I are the That's last two. That's directed at Ireland, you, by the you, way. You, yeah. you, you and I are the last two people on Lindsay Island. I don't I, think anybody right. else is holding no, no, no. hope. I love hot girl train wrecks. Always have. And she is like the patron saint of hot girl train wrecks. Um, and I, as I always do when I talk about Lindsay, let me just start by saying, She's just misunderstood. Sure, and whenever I say it, my wife goes, oh, she's understood just fine. <laughs> but um, she I'm surprised she has not spun off the planet. She's she, got a new single coming yeah, out. Jingle Bell single. Rock okay. from her Falling for Christmas album, Tonight at Midnight. Yeah, he's going to oh, wow. buy it's it. It's going to be like at... Taylor Swift. Like <laughs> yes. everybody so, Travis, the this is a major <laughs> image pivot. Because her last big thing the was the canyons. Yeah. Did you see I'm the canyons? I've seen the parts I needed to see. Yeah. Well, it's tough to sit. It's tough to sit all the way through. Yeah, it's not great. But I've done it. Oh, you for research. The whole thing? Oh, yeah. And um, it's it might not be X, but it's, it's close. close yeah. And it's definitely NC seventeen. Yeah. You say there's, there's some stuff in there that's not you know. Are it's for sure, but way, you the, saw the parts you needed. to The see. movie yeah. is yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, well, the, the parts that I well, have you seen, know, the like, male lead in that James is a, Dean is a full fledged yeah. porn star. Oh yeah. right, yeah, right. I remember this. Movie. And yeah. uh, I'm so, I'm surprised you watched this movie. This movie is like, uh, it, well, first of all, it's so bad. After ten minutes, I'm surprised you didn't is check just, out. Uh, yeah, I, I remember seeing it. I, is it? It was just trash, right? Oh, it's. It might be the worst movie ever made, way, start to finish. Lindsay Lohan, Caddyshack Two. Lindsay Lohan did Jackie one of Mason. the <laughs> yeah. stupidest, yeah. stupidest things of all time. She actually got a DUI in front of a police station. <laughs> oh <laughs> she, my! That she sounds like driving, my girl she right was there. Driving down Fourth Street in Santa Monica. And was weaving, apparently, and got pulled over and got a DUI. Of all the places to drive in front of a police station, it's stupid. Yeah, I was going to walk around the block a few times. Um. Al was telling a story. I forget how we got on the subject, but I was telling a story when we, when I was working for Jim. We took a trip to Utah to do the tour stops we used to do. Yeah. And we'd always go out to dinner with station management and, and whatnot. And so we're, we're sitting at dinner. I knew this guy for 10 minutes, one of the people from the station. I don't remember who it was. And they took a bite off my plate. Well, in the Mace, of the Mace what would you do a guy that you barely even know says, hey, that looks pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. Can I get a bite? Asking that's because you don't know the guy. I don't, don't know, know the and guy. And I was getting ready to cut him off a bite and kind of you know, takes you his go. fork, took a scoop and off my plate, took a scoop off my was plate. Was it a clean fork? It was his fork that he was oh, using. Oh no no no, yeah. no 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 no! But no, Al was no. known the guy for fifteen minutes. <laughs> it, it, John, Michael am I telling this? Stuck his finger in Billy Max's. Right, so <laughs> broadcaster dinner in Vegas five six years ago, and uh, Billy Mac orders. Lobster bisque. Okay. And uh, it, it arrives, and Michael's just kind of bored because his food hasn't arrived yet. So when Bill's not looking, Michael just takes his finger and whips <laughs> it through the soup to try it. It's aggressive. And, 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 and Billy Mac, and, and Michael is a germaphobe. Right, Michael's a germaphobe, so yeah. he's exposing Billy Mac to germs. And, 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 and Billy Mac saw the tail end of it. He goes, what are you doing? Michael goes, I wanted to try it. He goes, well, it's my soup. Could you have maybe used a spoon? He goes, ah, I don't need one. 
I don't need one. That is no, so No, that's gross. not the point of the story. Yeah. No, yeah. I would not do that. I mean, if, if it's somebody I don't know, it's ridiculous. I'll, I mean, I'll share food with family or whatever well, like sure. that. But you share a dessert what do you do with, with family. I did, I'd known this guy for 10 minutes. Yeah, and he took yeah, just no. a giant bite. What do you do with the bread? Plate? When the bread comes out for the table. You have no choice but to pick it up and tear it. So that's what Michael Michael's saying. Well, Billy Mac, you grab the bread at the that's table. That's community bread. Yeah, no, the bread is for everybody, and you do have to reach out and snap a tear a piece. A little off. bit different than taking that finger and going through the. Soup. Oh yeah, completely different. So you guys know Alex downstairs, security guard. Oh yeah, Alex. Okay, so big listener to the station. He not is. not here today. Um, so oh, I saw him. He was here this morning. Okay. He, he might not be yeah, here I right now. I got but, so I I go downstairs and I'm coming back in the building, and he stops and he says, "Hey, you got a second? Yeah, what's up?" And he asked me, "Have you ever met Jerry Jones?" And I stopped. And I'm like. Yeah, I think once, a long time ago, I was at a Super Bowl party with Jerry Jones, and I got introduced to him. And he says to me, is this you? And he hands me, and he, and he shows me his phone with that picture. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so hand that to John real quick. And so I, I'm, I'd never seen that picture before. I, it picture's 20 years old. We figured out what it is. I'm, I'm 30 years old in that yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Okay? It's like a detective. And, yeah. And so I'm like- Jerry I, Jones pre-plastic pre surgery. <laughs> right. Yeah. How so would Alex Jones, have noticed this? He, he stumbled across the picture, and it's a picture of Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, but I'm in the background of the yeah. picture, but not super small. Yeah, it says it. Sunday Night Football on NBC, and they're promoting on this day in 1989, they're showing Jerry Jones on a post for NBC, and they put it on Instagram. And there's Travis Rogers. Wow. And so I'd never seen this picture before. I'm kind of like, wow, this is kind of neat. I'd never seen it. I come in, I show Emily, I show Taylor, like, wow, where was the picture? What were you doing? All of these things, all these follow up. I showed Greg, and Greg, I show Al, and Al's response was, yeah, oh, that, yeah, it looks kind of like that taco picture we took a couple of days ago. Then he starts asking Parker about his Laker hat. Could not have had any less interest in it at all. That, no follow up questions. That, wait a minute. That surprises you? <laughs> I just that's been sleep from the beginning. But it's, it's a it's a very necessary reminder. You, you tell a how, story like this once a week. How little he cares about yeah, my deal, really John. Like he has my a, backstory. He has an eighty-seven, eighty-eight back-to-back Laker hat. I've never seen before. <laughs> Michael Thompson the, on those teams. Just the timing of it was bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but uh, Travis, I'm I'm not surprised at all. That was when we did the trial of the century. That was the thing that surprised me. That, I didn't use him. That, yeah, uh, I didn't use him. Slee sitting right there. Well, here's the. But no, the thing that surprised me most is Alan. At the heart of his argument was Ireland doesn't like. He, he's not very friendly when, when we go to the games and I'm like, pot, meat, kettle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, well, what are you talking about? But is this not a mildly mildly interesting photograph? That I, I think put, it is. I mean, it's it's. I unusual. think it's kind of cool. I, yeah. I, I'm thrilled. I sent it to my kids. Their reaction was, where did that come from? Where were you doing there? When did you meet him? What's that Laker hat all about? Yeah. <laughs> not my best moment, Mace. No, no, I should have no, gave a little more attention. You, you know, I, Ramona and I were at uh, a Lakers game a couple of years ago, and it was the one where Britney Spears showed up. Uh, Britney Spears was at a game. And, and Mason was sitting. I remember. I know exactly what you're talking about. sitting right behind her. So when the picture ran in the New York Post, there was me and Momo. And it almost looked like we were sitting on each side of her. It was so friggin' cool. Do you know who's in the middle of that picture? Who? You? It was me. You were in the uh, picture I, too. I'm, I'm not in the picture. How are you getting I'm in obstructed these? Obstructed by Brittany. Oh, you were sitting between I'm us. I was sitting between the two of oh. you. 
Oh, yeah, no. so <laughs> yes, you, yes, you came this close. I was that close to being on the New York Post. It was York. back page of the New York yes, Post. Yes, yes, and I remember page. seeing it go. You got to be kidding me! I am obstructed perfectly by Brittany. Wow, what a shame! <laughs> yeah. What a I, shame! I had still had questions for you. It's pretty cool. Did you see it? Did you, eh, nothing. Yeah, Good nothing. thing I didn't have a Laker hat on. Yeah, that day. nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh, we. I was talking to uh, Juan last night, and I was thinking, you know, in a weird way, I feel like I know everybody at the station more than everybody knows everybody else at the station because I've done those podcasts right like i know a lot about i know a lot about you i know a lot about everybody in the station because i've done those podcasts and you know we sort of dig deep on them so slee maybe you should interview travis this would be interesting you should interview travis that's actually a good idea to find out his life let's find out more about Trav. but i i feel like i know a lot about you i there's not everything that we talked about in your podcast yeah I'm sure I've mentioned ninety percent of it to him at one point or and another. And he just it just, it just doesn't it stick. just doesn't stick. It's yeah. it's a it's a rubber it's kind wall. Of, that's what they say about Slee. Very self absorbed. <laughs> Slee is a very self absorbed man. He a, does not really uh care about anybody around him. I'm a I'm a bastard. I, I am I am looking for if you Google search Ramona, Britney Spears, and Steve Mason, nothing's come Nothing up so far. Up. But I wanna see that. I oh, really want to see it. All right, picture. so Trav, I'm gonna throw you my phone. All right. This speaking like of weird pictures, so Last year, maybe two years ago, we're landing in Cleveland, Chicago, somewhere in the Midwest, and this picture gets put on Lakers.com, and then it gets picked up by LeBron, and it gets put on his Instagram page, which has like 40 million (laughs) followers. Okay. All right. So the – and it's just a picture of us – Landing in Cleveland, getting off the plane, and I happen to be directly behind LeBron as he's walking down the stairs. Right. So the picture gets taken. And I don't know any of this, but I am... All of a sudden, my phone starts ringing, Mace. Yes. All of a sudden, my phone, I start... We're all, like, finding pictures. Yeah. We. I start getting... Oh, wow, email yeah. emails and texts That's from great. from people that I haven't heard from in like 30 years. Okay. Can you get me tickets? Can <laughs> you do this? Can you do that? I'm do like not know what you do what for the a hell? Thing? Did I did I take an ad out and not like do it on the ad? so yeah, the 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 uh Cameo in the back of a famous uh, person can knock you for a loop. No, it, it, I, I just don't know how I never saw the picture. By the way, I'm, your picture Ramona Mace, and Mace yeah. are everywhere. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm to Ramona's right in that picture. Oh, okay, I'm not between. Right. I think I'm to her I see right. Your hand. Yeah, I think I see because your I hand. remember sitting with you guys and seeing the picture. It's like ah, oh, I got so close. Well, well another but time, another level. Another time, Mason and somebody else had squeezed oh, it was Michael a- Wilbon. Like, and it was, see if you can find that picture. Yeah. So basically, M- Mason, to quote a famous U.S. senator, likes a wide stance. <laughs> and, uh, and and so Mason is sitting in his media seat with a wide stance. Okay. And, and Wilbon is next to him. And the person on the other side is somebody we knew. Mason, who was it on the other I side? I think it's Jalen Rose. It was the entire uh, countdown is, yeah, crew. That's Jalen Rose, Paul Pierce, Maria Taylor, but, yeah. Will Bond, and Mace. Okay, Which one of these so, things but look does at, not Look belong. at how uncomfortable <laughs> Will Bond looks there. He is literally, he, he is in. so jammed in Give because Mason is doing a wide stance. It got, it went so viral. That's awesome. And so, yeah, Jalen 
and Mace are both in a huge wide stance. It's, yeah, so is Pierce. And Wilbon's like and Wilbon's sort of shrunk it in like, between Like us. a little kid in the middle seat. And Wilbon's not a little guy. No, no, yeah. no, not at all. And so we actually ended up calling Wilbon and getting him on the show and sending him this picture. And I went... Michael, I, I think we, I need to apologize for everyone that works with the Lakers that you were put in this position. And he goes, guys, I hate to ruin your fun. He goes, don't even remember. Don't even remember. <laughs> don't even remember being yep. squeezed. Wasn't uncomfortable. Yeah, it was a, so look know, how intimate of a moment Brittany is with her man, and there's Steve and Ramona just in the background. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. And look trust me, this intimate moment. Trust me when I tell you. Here's, and there's Mace and Ramona. Here's yep. the difference between Mason and Ireland in one, in, in literally in one photo. The first thing I gravitate to in that picture, Brittany's cleavage. <laughs> the first thing Mason gravitates to, I can't believe she stuck her head in front of the money <laughs> shot. You can only see half she my face. fucking my view. She knew what she was doing. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Go Rams.